Lovely Hair Show. How are you? I am brilliant. Thanks, Ollie. How are you? I'm good. I'm good. We are on episode seven. Episode seven of the So Lovely House Show. Oh, we're more than halfway through the series. I know. And that's just made me realise we've, we've only got a few more to record. And then that's that for this series. Oh, my God. So for those of you that have just joined us, there are going to be 10 of this series. Um, and if you haven't heard the beginning, then go to the beginning and give it a go. <laughs> Because the first three are just us three talking to each other. Oh no, the first three are us two talking to each other and yeah. we just love to have a chat. So um, you can get yourself acquainted with us and then we've got our lovely guests and then you can uh, enjoy the rest of the series. So Siobhan, have you got any so lovely news you can share with me today? Um, so if I'm completely honest with you, Ollie, I've been a bit of a slug. Um, <laughs> <laughs> Um, so although I like to always be on the top of my game and be that inspiration to one and all, um, I've spent this whole week basically watching every series known to, uh, known to man. Um, <laughs> and I've been loving it. So yeah, I've been in a bit of a dark hole, but loving it. So I've got some recommendations. So normal people. Oh, oh yes. Brilliant. You don't have to say anything to me about watching that. It's amazing. It's beautiful. You know, there's a lot of sex, brilliant acting, beautifully shot. I mean, what yeah. more do you want when you're on your own in lockdown? Um, and then I've watched <laughs> The Morning Show, which is starring uh, Jennifer Aniston and Reese Weatherspoon. And then I also watched um, Little Fires Everywhere. All of them are like, I don't know, I just love it because it's kind of a bit dark emotional, you know, really good acting. Who knew Reset Weatherspoon was such a good actress? I didn't know that. Um, but yeah, big recommendation. So if you feel like being a slug or for a period of time, then give them a go. Well, um, I've definitely watched uh, Normal People and I love that, but I'll definitely give the others a go. Um, isn't Reese Witherspoon the production manager on Big Little Lies or something? I think she's actually really talented. She must be, because I think it's because I just think of Legally Blonde, which, as I said, yeah. is brilliant in its own right, but it's not one that you would say that someone is a brilliant actor, or I don't think no. you'd get an Oscar for it, necessarily. Yeah. <laughs> um, just the bend and snap, that's all I can think of with, <laughs> with a spoon. <laughs> exactly. But no, she shows that she's got so much more. And I don't know what it, if it might be, in uh, Little Fires Everywhere... Um, oh, no, no, In sorry, I'm getting them confused. In um, the morning show, she is yeah. wearing a brunette wig. Um, oh. And so it just, it just shows the difference that hair can make on an yeah. actress, you know? She ain't no legally blonde anymore, girl. She's not legally blonde. But like, no. it's not such a hairdresser thing, because I was watching going, has she dyed her hair? Oh, oh my God, it. that's going to take ages to get out. But then I was like, oh no, it's a wig, don't worry. <laughs> Of course it is. <laughs> Phew. Right, so we have got a really lovely guest today, a so lovely guest, Jim Shaw. We've met him before, haven't we, Siobhan? We had the pleasure of judging with him for competitions about seven years ago, six yeah. years ago. Yeah. He's, he's a lovely guy. Uh, well, he's won quite a few competitions, but he's the international commercial men's hairdresser of the year twice over, which is quite incredible. Whoa. Whoa. So, so lovely. lovely. <laughs> 
Good morning, Jim. <laughs> morning. 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 So you are an incredible men's grooming hairdresser. Uh, you've won several awards, including a BHA in 2007, and you are also the best commercial men's international hairdresser twice over. Um, oh, that was a mouthful. That, that is a mouthful. <laughs> <laughs> you missed one, though. Did I? Um, yeah, I'm also British men's hairdresser of the year this year. Oh, the most important one. <laughs> the most important one. <laughs> <laughs> On that note then, Jim, I think you should just tell us a little bit about yourself and your career, because <laughs> I clearly don't know. <laughs> okay. Well, firstly, I, I want to say that I'm really honoured to be on here. Um, I'm not just saying this, but I've actually watched you two over the years and I was lucky enough to meet you many years ago when you was both working for a big brand. And... Um, actually secretly been watching you. I mean, I love the colour work and I love your men's work. So yeah, actually a real inspiration to me as well. But about Aww. me, um, yep, I've won British Hairdressing Awards twice for men's and I'm also the first person ever to win the international men's uh, on the last two years, which was amazing. I've had really good year this last year. I've got my own salon. I've got a franchise in a place called Billericay in Essex. Mm -hmm. And I've had that for 18 years. Um, I've got a team of 23. And I'm at a stage now where I want to go more into mentoring. Um, and that's how this year I won men's with Daisy Carter. I introduced her. I mentored her for the last four or five years and thought, yeah, she deserves to join team with me. And we were lucky to win men's British and international. So, you know, that's what I want to do now. I really want to get into helping people. And, and actually, I help a lot of people that you don't even know about, but I just, I'm behind the scenes. So, yeah, lots going on. Very, very exciting. I think this whole lockdown thing is really, really, you know, you're probably all sick of hearing about it, but it's just really given me a chance to press the reset button, look at my life, look at my career, and actually be true to myself and see where I want to go. Mm -hmm. um, and, you know, I'm an age now, I'm 55, where, you know, I have achieved a lot, but I also have got to do the things that I enjoy. Do I enjoy running a salon? If you ask me to get another salon again, I probably wouldn't, no. But I'm really, really lucky. I've got an amazing team. I've got my sisters that help me run the management side of the salon, which is great. Wow. I couldn't do it without them. And that gives me the opportunity to do the more artistic stuff and the competitions and really to mentor people. That's, that's my thing. That's what I get off on. You know, there was a couple of people this year that won the BHAs and, you know, I was sitting thinking, oh my God, I'm so happy because I know I helped them, mm -hmm. you know, and it's such an amazing feeling. Um, I probably sound like a right idiot, but I actually get off more on helping people. And that's the stage of life I'm at now. That's so nice to hear. And I think it's really interesting. Like you mentioned, obviously having this time out has kind of made you really, really, really assess um, kind of who you are, well, what you're doing. Yeah, I think to be honest, I've, you know, I, I've looked at it as a positive. I, yeah. you know, I've really looked at it as an opportunity to actually look at my brand, look at my own brand, look at the franchise that I've got. And I actually want to go back being the best, you mm -hmm. know. We've actually spent three weeks in the salon gutting it, deep cleaning it, painting it, giving it a new look, putting all the things up that we're 
putting up like the screens and that which we haven't been advised by the government yet but we're just we just want the clients to feel safe you know yeah. and you know to make it look like the salon's still alive and you know to make it a safe place for them but you know like we've had many a conversation it's not going to be how we remember it it's going to be very different but you know what change is good and there's a saying that i always say to the staff if you do what you've always done you're always going to get what you've got so if you're happy with your wages and your clients and that carry on but if you're not and you want to up it you need to tweak some things and that's what this has given me an opportunity to do it's given me an opportunity to restructure it slightly look at the things that i wasn't sure on and change it for the better you know i'm really feeling positive i know it's a strange old world out there at the moment but you've got to be positive you know there's too many things on social media there's too many people there's too many politicians out there on social media <laughs> that think they know it all and actually they don't look at your own business and just work on that you know and that's what i've always done so i'm under a massive umbrella of tony and guy which are amazing. But, you know, so many people have said to me, I really, you really inspire me because really, even though you're under that umbrella, you're, you still do your own thing. You know, you've very much got your own signature look about your, your uh, work. Um, and I have. I know I have. I mean, there's no disrespect to Tony Guy. They're amazing. And, the, you know, the, the uh, Academy and the stuff that you get with the franchise is brilliant. You know, and I, mm. I've been with them 18 years. I've actually worked for them for 24 years. But, you know, you've still got to be yourself. And I think that's why, you know, I've probably been quite successful because a lot of people say, you know, you're very humble. You've won all these awards and, you know, but I am Jim at the end of the day. And <laughs> <laughs> I just like to do my own little thing. And it, it's proved to work, to be honest. Yeah. Do you make my hair look like this? Like this, but not like this. Do you make my hair look like this? Like this, but not like this. Do you make my hair look like this? Like this, but not like this. I wanna look like this. Like this, but not like this. And I think it's really refreshing because although you've won all of these awards and you've ha clearly had like a really successful career, like out of it, you're like you wanna give back. And I think that's really important within our industry. Yeah. Um, absolutely and i think going back to what you're saying you know would you open a salon again maybe not but i think without you doing without you doing that you wouldn't have met the people you've met oh no by the no. people you've met um, no definitely not and i'm sure oh no it, it's been you. an amazing journey you know i come from a greek cypriot family and with greek cypriots you've either got chip shops or you've got hairdressers and all my family are hairdressers so i was brought up with it really but um you know, no, it's been an, an amazing journey. And you're right. Yeah, of course. I, um, I'm glad I've got a salon. But it's a lot tougher than people think. You know, I think people think you get a couple of chairs and a couple of mirrors and you're sorted. Well, it's, that's not the case because once you've got staff, mm -hmm. you know, it's, and I think where a lot of people go wrong is, you know, they build up a clientele, excuse me, and they become this amazing hairdresser and they think, you know, I'm going to get my own salon. So actually you come away from what you're good at because yeah. you're so bogged down with team and financial stuff and stuff yeah. like that. But, you know, as I said, I feel lucky enough that I've got an amazing team and my sister can do a lot of that for me. 
Yeah. Um, so I didn't mean to be negative about getting a salon, but I also think to young people, take your time. You know, mm -hmm. I'd probably want to be a busy manager somewhere or do what you two did. You know, you was in part of a, an amazing umbrella that you both worked for and you reached the top of it, mm -hmm. you know, so your next stop was to do what you've done. Yeah. yeah. And I think that's the journey, but I just feel at the moment there's a lot of youngsters that, God, I'm sounding old now, that, <laughs> just want it instantly and it doesn't work like that it's a journey yeah. and you have to drip feed that brand in your name all the time yeah. you know and it's like you you've got to be true to yourself and do what you like you i look at you and i think oh my god she's the most amazing colorist you know i look at ollie and think and i think he is like so precisioned and i love his men's work and and he's been true to himself as well because his work is him. And that's what a lot of people say about me. It's like, Jim, all your work's very clean and very precisioned and all this. Well, actually, yeah, that is me because I love, dropping drop some names, I love Tom Ford, I love mm -hmm. Dior. You know, my house is very black and white, it's all <laughs> clean, straight lines. So, yeah, that's what I'm about. I think where a lot of people go wrong is they try and be something that they don't believe in yeah, and yeah. and i think that's why you know, i'm not blowing our own trumpets but people like us have made a name within the industry and are very respected names you know and you specialize i know like you both do everything but like i say you're known for color and you're known for cutting and mm -hmm. all natural yeah. products ollie yeah. so you know yeah. you've made a name and that's what i've tried to do yeah. I think what can be hard is um, obviously social media and what people put out there. I think when you're, uh, you know, budding hairdresser, you're watching what everyone else is doing, and it can become very confusing. You kind of it yeah. kind of becomes a keeping up with the Joneses type situation where everyone's trying to do what everyone else is doing, and yeah. what someone else does might not necessarily be the best thing for you. No. But unfortunately, I think that's the way of life now. I think, mm -hmm. you know, I hate using these words, but like millennials, Generation X and Generation Z, they've been brought up in it, so they know no different. It's an instant world, you know, and social media is their life. So they're looking at all these things. And it must bug you that, oh, I want that colour. Well, it's got a filter on it. It's taken <laughs> six months to do. You yeah. know, it's not all what it seems. And, you know, I did a course which was amazing to teach people that, actually this younger generation are not going to change it's not their fault it's amazing yeah. but we have to change slightly and adapt to what they're seeing you yeah. know and i teach that in part of my course as well but you know yeah i agree i think it is frustrating sometimes because you know when i'm doing reviews on staff and i did one uh, about six months ago and this girl has been with me six it's about four months and i said how are you doing and she said well, to be honest, I'm a little bit bored. So I said, oh, okay, why is that? And she said, well, I really thought I was going to be doing like what you do, like celebrities and shows <laughs> and competitions. And I said, oh, my God. I said, that's really lovely, but you're going to be very disappointed because, you know, it's taken me 30 years to get to this, you know. <laughs> and it, it really, really isn't that years. <laughs> <laughs> and I really, really wouldn't put you in that position to send yeah. you to London Fashion Week. You know, say, for example, they said, you, you know, we want burlesque hair. Do you know what that is? You know, I wouldn't put you in that position. So yeah. you have got a way to go. But it's just sort of, it's hard sometimes.
Shampoo. 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 Yeah. I do find it um, quite interesting though, because I read this um, thing somewhere, I don't know what I was reading, but basically I know from when I was training, when I was growing up, like I was kind of, I was basically, I taught to not really say anything. So I just, I was a yes person. Like yeah. you need mm. to do that. Okay, I did it. And if I didn't, I'd be petrified that I'd lose my job. Like that was kind Absolutely. of- Absolutely. Whereas yeah. now it's like the polar opposite, isn't it? Like- Yeah. It, I mean, you and I wouldn't have had the cheek to say I was bored within no. three years. <laughs> 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 but, um, I would have been petrified. <laughs> but bless her, you know, she don't know any different. And that's the world she's been brought up. Like yeah. I said, it's an instant world. You press the button it's delivered to my door the next day that's what it is but i'm sure that will probably in turn in some ways enable her to kind of push and maybe go a bit further quicker perhaps absolutely um, because and i like i like the fact that she's hungry you know Mm, because they're the sort of people that i want on my team to now come on i want to see them win competitions and i want to see them do well because at the end of the day i can sit back and say She's on stage. Yep, I taught her. And I love that feeling. Love that feeling. I really do. I mean, this year, I wanted that award, the British Men's Headdress of the Year, hand on heart. I wanted that more for Daisy than I wanted it for myself. Because I mentored her and, and I could feel, I just wanted it for her. And how amazing for her. I mean, she's 25. It's the first time she's entered British and the first time she's won international. Wow. And we won. That's amazing. Amazing. Oh yeah. my God. I want to be Daisy. <laughs> so do I. God damn it. <laughs> <laughs> so actually saying that, so I'm so glad that you want to mentor us. I think all of our listeners would love to be mentored a little yeah. bit as well. Oh, I would love um, to mentor so... <laughs> as many people as I can. Um, so I've got a couple of questions. So yeah. um, in regards to entering competitions and things, yeah. um, what would you? What, what timeline do you give yourself to kind of build the collection and come up with the concept and shoot it, etc.? Um, I, I I get asked these questions so much. I, I you know on social media I get so many people saying like, how do I start? I don't know where to start. And to be fair, it's an investment and it takes a lot of time. People think I've even had my own staff say, oh, I want to enter the colour trophy, blah, or this. Um, but actually, it's in two weeks' time. So, no, you're not, you're not going to be <laughs> not able really to there. do that one. Um, all the bodies are gone anyway. <laughs> absolutely. No, I was, I'm on it all the time. But yes. I would say you do need six months. Six yeah. months, definitely. You know, there's so much that goes into it. And, you know, I, I'm always looking at fashion magazines. I'm always at London Fashion Week. I look at textures i look at magazines of moods i look at colors i'm always on it i probably sound like a right boffin but that's me you know and that's probably why i've won quite a lot of competition i forgot to tell you as well did you know i won barbara the year as well this year oh just keep (laughs) that one in why don't you jim (laughs) sorry about that have you got the trophy there i haven't actually it's in the salon but sorry about that You've got Tracy Wave in the salon. I have. You've got to shout about these things. But no, um, I'm on it six months before. And the thing is, another thing that I want to tell people is that so many people in the industry, I mean, 
British hairdressing awards, creme de la creme, the Oscars of hairdressing. It, it is, you know, but yeah. you don't have to straight away go in for that one. There's so many competitions now. I mean, to be honest, there's one every week, mm. you know, <laughs> you don't have to go straight in for that. And what puts a lot of people off is they think, oh my God, I haven't got a big budget. I haven't got the money to spend. You don't need it. And I proved it. One of my favourite collections, which was about five, six years ago, which I love, and I actually made the final, um, I did on no budget. Wow. I, had, I went to a college and I found a couple of girls that were doing photography. Um, I used all my own clothes. I street cast. I stood outside Top Man, Top Shop in Oxford Street yeah. for a couple of days. Mm-hmm. Um, you know... It doesn't have to cost thousands. And I proved it because I, I still became in the final of the British Hairdressing Awards and it was used so much in every magazine. Yeah. So, you know, to people listening now, don't let that put you off. Please don't. But if you have got a budget, be honest with yourself and think, right, I've got that budget and really research and look for photographers, look for the right models, talk to the uh, model agencies, call them, become their friends, find out all the new models that are coming in. Yeah. Um, and this is where I find a lot of people don't want to put in the work. You know, they think, okay, I've got this amount of money. I'll have that model, that model, that photographer. But actually when it comes to the day, which you've paid a lot of money for, it hasn't worked mm-hmm. because you've got yeah. to have a relationship with your photographer, yeah. Yeah. your clothes stylist. You know, I must get on my photographers and stylists nerves because I'm on the phone all the time no I don't really like that that's not mood I wanted that's not the colors I wanted I want this blah 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 and with my photographer as well Tony LeBritton I'm on at him all the time and you have to be because at the end of the day when you are spending money on it it has to be your vision so, so lovely, lovely. <laughs> So, yeah, I was doing this shoot about six years ago and I tried a different photographer and we was getting halfway through the shoot and I've, I was just panicking because I just said, oh, my God, this really isn't going how I want it. Because what was happening, the photographer had his say, the stylist had his say. So it was ending up this totally different vision to what I wanted. Yeah. And I just said, no, stop, 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 stop. So I learned from that. I, I made a big mistake there. And I really have to be 110% before I go into that shoot day with the correct models, correct photographer, and my team all understanding where I'm going with it. You know, I put all palettes and mood boards up around the studio, so we're all on the same line of where we're going. It's hard work, but it's worth it. I think what you were just saying about, you know, it's all very well having a budget and being able to pull things in, but sometimes actually having no budget and having to do something from nothing, it actually makes it much more creative and you actually find out exactly what you want because you're searching it for that bit. You're looking for that model and you're looking for that photographer. You're literally, it's your lifeblood to do that. And it becomes really passionate. So, and you work really hard for it. And then when you get a collection out of that, you're so much more proud of it because you've pulled that out of nothing. And that can make that that can create your vision and that can create your creativity and build your vision 100%. so much more. You're so right. And like I just said, you know, that collection that I did, I didn't win, but as I said, it got so much coverage 
and I was in the final five British. I loved the most. I loved that collection because it was, you know, I picked every model off the street, my own clothes. It, it was hard work, yeah. but I loved it. Yeah, yeah. you're right. So, I mean, for those people out there who haven't done awards or are young and stri are striving to do things in the future, why do you think awards are important to us as hairdressers? And is this time, while we're in lockdown, a, a great time to plan a collection? Um, first question is, yeah, you, <clears throat> I would encourage anybody to go in for competitions, not to climb a ladder or to get sponsorship or anything like that, just for yourself. Do it yeah. for you because I can't tell you the feeling of your name being called out at the Grosvenor House or in Madrid or wherever and people like yourselves sitting there standing up and clapping. Yeah. is the most amazing feeling. You know, when they called my name out, mine and Daisy's this year, I can't even remember the bit of getting from my chair to the stage. It's just, it's just the most amazing feeling. So yeah, it really is worth it, but do it for yourself, yeah. you know? And at the end of the day, I know you go in for things to win them, but I always say on the end of that show, am I happy with what I've done? Mm. Would I change anything? And if the answer is no, then I've done the best I can do. Mm -hmm. And yeah. I'm happy, you know, because it will get coverage. You will, you can send it to magazines. But I seriously would encourage anybody to go in for a competition. It's brilliant. And it gets you on top of things like, you know, to, to research and look at fashion, see what's going on, look at what other people are doing. And, you know, like Siobhan said, through it as well, the amount of people you meet, I mean, like I said, I met you two mm -hmm. judging one of your competitions. Mm -hmm. Yeah. You know, it was amazing. And I, I really would encourage it. I think it's yeah. brilliant. Is lock time the best time? Um, yes, it is, because it really gives you time to look at creative stuff and look at mood boards and put stuff together. But everything's so uncertain at the moment, you know? And, you know, are they going to go ahead? Are you want to going to want to sit in a room with 3,000 people without social distancing I don't know yeah. I don't know um, but you know what you've got time we're never ever going to get this opportunity again I've been off 12 weeks I've never had that in my life no. you know so I've got that like, upstairs I've got mood boards collections for the next five years <laughs> <laughs> um, there's so many competitions that like I said earlier that you know the, they will start again they will yeah. but they're going to be different they will be, yeah. yeah. I think um, competitions, I like love them and hate them. Like I've won a few yeah. and I've <clears> won, <throat> I know you won a lot of them. Um, <laughs> and I, when, you know, you put all your heart and soul into everything and it can be devastating when your name isn't the one that's called up. And Absolutely. I can yeah. often, like my husband even this year was like, oh, you're going to enter that again. He's like, oh no, God. Because he's like, Absolutely, oh, yeah. the stress that goes into it. But... After, you know, a, a few weeks or months have passed, you use it as a really good time to kind of learn and then better yourself, really. So Yeah, of course you do. And like you said... But I totally get what you said. It is a lot of stress. Mm. And your family and your friends around you have to put up with a lot of moods and <laughs> stuff because we're totally focused with it. And we want it. We want it more than anything. But there's only one winner. 
you know, and it, <laughs> it is tough. But like I said, if you're happy with what you've done, that's all you can do. Totally. So, you know, go in it to win it. Definitely. You have to. Where do you get, um, where do you normally kind of start coming up with your inspirations? So like when you put a mood board together, what is, where is it that you go to start coming up with your concept? Um, as I say, I'm, I'm on it all the time. I'm, I'm quite a spiritual person and, you know, I love traveling to India and Morocco and I love the, the senses, the smells, the textures. I get a lot of inspiration from places like that. Um, I love my garden. Um, I'm always in my garden. And people say, hey, do you get inspiration in your garden? But I do because I get textures and I get colors and things like that. Probably all sound a bit arty, but I do. Um, but my main inspiration for my collections the last two years, as I say, was Tom Ford, Dior, Linear, Clean, you know, and that's where I got that from. But, you know, I'm on a different thing now. But the thing is, even though, like I said earlier, you still have to be true to yourself and still have your signature mm-hmm. look that goes with your inspiration, if that makes sense. Okay. So my next collection, I've got a lot of inspiration from cultures and India and places like that, but it's still going to have an element of my signature, which Mm -hmm. is that Jim Shaw look. And so many people come up to me and say, I know your collection straight away. Yeah. And yeah, I do work for Tony and Guy and I love their work, but it is still slightly different from this. Shampoo. Shampoo. So when you're building your collections, have you, like you were, we touched on it earlier about uh, photographers, makeup artists, stylists, <clears> like that. Have you got a core team that you've been working with over the years that you continue to use? Are you always looking for fresh eyes or is, what's your sort of pattern with, with your team? Um, I think it's always good to look with fresh eyes, but I just think if your team works, why break it? You know, and basically with my photographer, when I first won a British he was my model and yeah and I kept in touch with him and anyway got older became a photographer and he kept calling me and kept saying oh you really need to go into British let me do the photography and at the time I was opening the first toning guy men's salon so my focus was really on that so I wasn't entering as many competitions anyway he said come on we need to enter we need to enter but let's put the original team back so it was Tony LeBritton was the model who's now the photographer. Uh, Bernard Connolly, who um, was the original team as well. Mm-hmm. And we just got together and we just know each other. Yeah. We know what people like, what we like, what I don't like. And it's easier then. You're not fighting. Yeah. Um, and we really work. But yeah, I mean, I helped a couple of people uh, last year for their BHAs and who did very, very well. And I worked with different photographers. So it was interesting to see how they worked as well. Um, but you've got to be, you've got to get a team around you that you're still in control. It's yeah. your shoot, but they listen and they yeah. understand you. So, yeah. you know, I have worked with a top photographer that it didn't work, mm. but that's fine. You know, it's part of the journey. But yeah, it's really, really important. Really important to get the right team around you. Absolutely. It's, I've always said I wanted to do a shoot with you, haven't I, Ollie? Yeah. I've always said, I've said that for years. Yeah. Because I think, you know, 
I have because I, I connect with him. I'm, as I say, I'm mm-hmm. quite spiritual and I think you get connections in life. And I just think, oh, I'd love to work with him and do a collection. So maybe one day we will. We will. Hopefully. We will, Jim. I'll hold you to that. Yeah. <laughs> definitely. 2021. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. be the next Daisy. I want to be the yes. next Daisy. <laughs> yeah, she's beautiful as well. Have you seen her? She is, yeah. She's yeah. very beautiful. <laughs> yeah. Okay, I want to be her too. <laughs> <laughs> um, it's been amazing having you with us, Jim. I guess, like, before we go, I think... Um, It'll be great to know, like, have you got anything coming up? Have you, what, what have you got coming up? What's next for Jim Shaw? Um, I've been really lucky to, I've had lots of uh, companies approach me since winning awards and I've decided to go to be a brand ambassador for Wall. Um, I get on really, really well with Simon Shaw and another connection. And I think there's so much that he's got planned for me. It, I just signed the contract and then we went into lockdown. So everything's on hold, but you know, there's lots coming up. Uh, we're doing a course together where I'm teaching people how to enter competitions from the start to end, and also going to do private one-to-one mentoring. And um, yeah, that's it. So I'm really, really excited uh, you know, after lockdown to get into all this with Wall and um, carry on with my courses. That's amazing. I can't wait to see it. I want to sign yeah. up now. Absolutely. <laughs> <laughs> You'll be there teaching it with me. Oh, that'd be great. <laughs> Jim, it's been absolutely fantastic talking to you. Like you said, we've, we've known each other for years, so it's really good to we catch are. up with you and um, share, your, share your life, really, and, and your, your passions. And it's really interesting hearing you talking about where you get your inspirations from. So thank you very much for... No, for thank you both as well. Thank you. <laughs> And for anyone listening, if you enjoyed what you listened to, then please leave us a review on iTunes and share with your friends. If you would like others to hear what you've heard, also, if you follow us on Spotify, it will give us loads of exposure, which is amazing. So, really exciting news. We've got another amazing guest next week. We've got the fabulous Joe Irving, who is the ambassador and owner of brand Joe Loves Hair. And we can't wait to meet her because she's going to talk us through how she built her brand um, and how she just became just a all-round iconic women within our industry so amazing fantastic i can't wait to speak to her i found her very inspirational she actually gave me the lift i needed as we went into into lockdown so i was just about to say breakdown (laughs) (laughs) maybe that's what it was (laughs) well thank you for listening everybody and we'll see you next week goodbye Ha ha ha!